All right, James, time to put your legal hat on. Give us the disclaimer. This podcast is for educational purposes only. We are not doctors, but rather we're just trying to educate the general public to be better informed in their well-being decisions. Pop quiz, what are you not? A doctor. I've handsome. You're also not a doctor, <laughs> so you pass. Uh, if you're considering medical cannabis prescription, make sure to speak to a doctor. Beautiful. Johnny's ready. Look, <laughs> ready, Johnny. <laughs> we do need to get the video off at some point because it's just like Johnny's <laughs> smiling like that. Our favorite kind of a scientist. That's beautiful. There, smiling like I know. That. If people saw what we saw, they'd be hyped for the episode. <laughs> time lapse with the different haircuts. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of work for me. That's the whole point of not getting video up. But welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. RC Expert right. Cannabis Podcast Australia. I'm here with James. Johnny, right when I started, has walked off. But welcome back, Johnny, our cannabis scientist. Um, Hi, guys. Hey, hey Johnny. Let's, uh, let's dive in to our first topic of the day. So uh, over the last week, there's been an interesting development with uh, the three um, states where the Legalised Cannabis Party has representation, being WA, New South Wales, and Victoria. Um, in a, an exercise of unity, that is commendable. They've they've all uh, put forward a bill um, regarding legalization of personal use cannabis. So what we'll do, we'll hand the mic over to you, Johnny, because you wrote an exceptional blog post about the the mm. the bill. And do you want to fill do you want to fill the listeners in on what's happened and what do we know about the bill so far? Yeah. So um, basically, it was kind of like a united front from the legalized cannabis party representatives in those three states that you mentioned. And they all lodged a bill or introduced a bill into their respective parliaments titled uh, Regulation of Personal Adult Use of, Canada, of Cannabis Bill 2023. And they did this simultaneously on the same day. So it shows a lot of organization between the party, even though, um, you know, each state has their own chapter, if you like. Um, and what the bill aims to do is to amend the current uh, legalization uh, rules to allow possession for adults of small quantities of cannabis for personal use. And the other thing that it also aims to amend is to allow people to cultivate a maximum of six plants uh, for themselves. So, um, so that's really a huge uh, move towards a, like a, a recreational type model that the legalized cannabis party has been elected to, to bring in. Um, so it's it's really exciting, and it's kind of similar to what is already going on in the ACT, the um, Australian Capital Territory, where all the uh, federal politicians are. Funnily enough, <laughs> they, <laughs> they can possess up to fifty grams of dry cannabis or one hundred and fifty grams of fresh cannabis, and grow uh, up to two plants. Uh, per person, uh, maximum of four plants per household. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of like the working example, if you like, what's happening in Canberra at the moment. And uh, everything happens in Canberra first, I guess. They trial it there, see if it goes well. 
But now these, because the, the legalized cannabis party have been elected in recent state elections to these three states, the people have spoken and they are doing what they promised. They are moving the, the legislation forward towards allowing people to grow their own and not to be prosecuted if you, if you are caught with a small quantity. So there, there are two start. two really cool things about this bill. Uh, number one, um, as I've understood from 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 reading online, it seems to be the first time that three states have uh, proposed an identical bill at the same time. So I suppose that's nothing new in the world of cannabis in mm. Australia. A lot of firsts. Mm. Um, but the second interesting thing was that the uh, politicians, um, when asked about uh, selling cannabis, the bill has no, um, it, it suggests no amendments to the regulations toward selling or criminal penalties towards selling. But the workaround is that if an adult who is in legal possession of cannabis that they've grown, if they gift it to another adult, then that's fine. So you're not allowed to yeah. sell it. You know, if this bill took effect, you'd be allowed to grow a, a plant or two, but you, you can't be selling that cannabis. Like this isn't meant to be funneling to, to the black market. What about what about yeah. trading, going throwing it back to the olden days? If everyone was a, trading. Shiny Charizard yeah. for your, your cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So no transactions. No so. transactions. But I think that's really interesting because like one of the biggest arguments against allowing even small quantities is, well, well, I suppose, you know, it would completely eradicate the black market anyway if people could just grow, right? But it gets messy when it comes to, well, does that make it easier for people under 18 to access? What about selling cannabis? Like there's a whole uh, plethora of questions that open up when you consider mm. recreational cannabis, even in small quantities. Um, and I, I thought it was interesting that the bill proposes no changes to the laws around selling, but uh, but you're allowed to gift it to to, to an, an adult. Is that what currently what's happening in ACT? Is that is is it pretty much a replica? But you, then you said Johnny was four plants in ACT currently, and then yeah, yeah, gone so for it's six similar. Plants. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit ex extended. And um, I'm not sure what the results have been from that trial. I think there is going to be some sort of report mm. that comes out of it at the end to say, okay, what was the impact on youth cannabis use? What was the impact on um, the prosecution or the criminalization of, of uh, cannabis use? I'm guessing, um, using my common sense, that the um, policing of that has gone drastically down, which is obviously one of the huge benefits to um, legalizing cannabis is that you now have all this extra police resources to allocate to other things like burglaries, domestic violence, um, all sorts of things, right? So instead of all that police resource being used on prosecuting people for smoking a joint, then um, they can, uh, you know, move those resources over to more serious crimes. So, so that's a huge, huge benefit because I think um, there was a report by the Pennington Institute a couple of years ago, um, and the figure in that report, if I'm correct, was around two $2 billion of police resources in Australia go towards criminalising cannabis. Um, so it's quite a quite a hefty amount, and um, and so that'll that'll open up, um, and that will declog the justice system, 
as well as one of the other implications is that it will give people the option to grow their own. And this will be particularly useful if for, say, medicinal cannabis patients, they can't afford to buy medicinal cannabis so they can grow their own as well. So it's not just like a recreational thing. It also has an impact on the medicinal um, industry and patients as well. Mm. Which is a huge thing, right? When it comes to like afford, like access, the 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 holy triad of barriers to medical cannabis at the moment are price, um, driving, and access. And to be able to address one of those being being price, and to allow patients to grow their own medication, and then at least they're empowered to make a decision, right? If they need a certain strain and a certain strength and certain mm. terpene profile, they have access through the medical system. But if they've got mild chronic pain and they find that cannabis they grew in their backyard helps from time to time, then who is a society to say that that's, that's not, not okay and they need to pay an arm and a leg relative to what that would cost um, to, to, to go through the medical system? Does anyone in this Zoom know what where people are buying it in the ACT and how much this is actually costing? Is this is this knowledge that we have in our grasp right now? I don't think so. But it'd be interesting to look I, into. I, I just want to. Do know. people even buy in the? I just want to. Does everyone just grow it now? But meaning, wet, like growing a fruit, you know, you got to <laughs> you have to buy the thing to grow it. You don't uh, just can't just grow it I in the garden. Yeah, 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 like it's not yeah. like you put it, get a couple of things from it, like paprika in the uh, kitchen pantry yeah. and go just chuck it in the grass. <laughs> when, when the government legalized, every household got three cannabis. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> like grow it if you want. It's your choice. This is the experiment. You're part of it now. It, it makes me think like can is kind of like you know how softwares have like their beta testing and like add that it feels like canberra just is the beta testing of that's exactly what it is yeah that's exactly what it is but yeah you raise a good question charlie where are people getting the seeds from yeah right they're is not that, just is that booming down to bunnings yeah. and picking up a packet of like cannabis seeds like a packet of tomato seeds right um so yeah where are people getting their seeds from and and this is a murky part of the legislation is that, okay, fine, we're going to, you know, legalize it and you're going to be able to grow your own. But what about the seeds? You know, where do they come from? Who's allowed to sell them? Mm. Uh, are there any regulations for selling seeds? Is it going to be a government thing? Is government going to control the the seed part of part of it? So even though it sounds like it's going to be free to grow, you're actually going to have to go back to the government to get your seeds. Um, so that is not ideal. <laughs> um, a lot of advocates would not be happy with that. And that's why we want to see the bill to actually understand all the, of those murky areas and those details. And even though this was a great achievement, this happened earlier in the week and everyone is very stoked and very excited about it. But one of the interesting things is that no one has actually seen the bill yet. You can't find it. I've searched for it. I know a lot of other people, uh, advocates on Twitter have, have looked for it. And now it's becoming like a meme because <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, it is, there's polls, there's polls being, um, tweeted out saying you know do you believe there's a bill 
Or do you <laughs> believe that it's just fantasy, right? You got to click which one, um, you know, and put your vote vote in. It's becoming a meme. So they, it would be nice if the legalized cannabis party actually um, posted the bill. I, I know that it has been introduced because you can go through the parliamentary records and see that the elected members have spoken about it in the parliament. But as for the actual document, the actual PDF, it's um, it's missing. It's gone. And to, to start timestamp, we are currently recording this on Friday, the 23rd of June in the morning. Yeah, nice. So what are the odds? I bet that by this afternoon, the bill will circulate online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. And they'll be like, Johnny, you just got to look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even <laughs> better, sure it never it comes out. And it's yeah. like, it was a fantasy all along. <laughs> um, yeah, so- I'm sure it will. Um but yeah, we can we can possibly discuss some of the implications for industry as well. Well, I, I, I want to even know what does um, uh, lost the question. It's gone, vanished. So let's go to implications. Well, it's worth but before we dive into the nitty gritty, just to clarify for for, for listeners, because what I'd hate is for them to walk away and think, oh, the laws have changed. Like, oh, this that's is, pretty much. This is a, a bill that's been put forward realistically it's probably not going to get through it's more of a a, a, an act of unity from the legalized cannabis party with all of the representation available across the three jurisdictions so they have politicians so so being a novice in politics it's introduced not passed correct yeah cool correct i guarantee if the law was passed it would be number one much bigger news and number two we know what the actual law was yeah (laughs) (laughs) it would be some sort of document um But yeah, you're right, James, that it's unlikely to pass, at least in the first sort of round. And the other thing that's probably going to happen is it's going to be a bit of a um, quid quo pro where the legalized cannabis party is going to have to give up something from the that the major party in power wants. So basically the Labor Party um, that they that they want. Uh, in return so that they can work together because that's how things get worked out in parliament so um i don't i don't think we know what that is yet what the request is from the labor government uh in those three states or what uh, they want in return for possibly pushing this legislation through um, but that is one of the challenges that the legalized cannabis party and advocates are going to have to come to terms with is that this ain't just going to come for free. This is going to be, there's deals that are going to be done and there could be some deals that may not be, you know, you can't keep everybody happy, mm. all right? So so might have to be, give up something. There might be a little bit of a sacrifice before this um, bill gets passed. But the good thing about negotiating with the legalized cannabis party is like, and I wish more political parties were like this. They know what they want. They're very transparent and clear about yeah. their policy. And like, yeah. that's it. Like they it's want in their name. <laughs> yeah, literally we want changes to the driving laws. So there's a medical defense and we want legalization of cannabis. Like it's not, it's not unclear or opaque where their incentives lie. Um, and I don't know if the, the same can be said with uh, uh, other political parties who sometimes try to play both sides of the fence, but just to, yeah. um, to unmuddy the water for, for the listener's benefit right now, in ACT, you're allowed to possess 
up to 50 grams of dried cannabis or 150 grams of fresh cannabis, and you can grow up to two plants. So that's ACT. In New South Wales, Victoria and WA, they've proposed a similar uh, piece of legislation allowing six plants, but it hasn't yet come into effect. And realistically, a watered down version of the bill might come to it into effect in six or 12 months if we get lucky. Um, yeah. So that's where we are right now. But then as you were as you were alluding to, Johnny, I think, you know, from a listener's perspective or a patient's perspective, how does this affect me? What are the implications? Does it actually mean anything? Well, for I think it it's a bigger impact for the industry and for investors rather than patients. So patients will benefit quite greatly because they'll be able to grow their own at home. They can save a lot of money and they can control which uh, cultivar or which strain they, they want to grow for their purposes and they can thoroughly enjoy it like a hobby. Um, the, the downside to that is, of course, you might not have the medical grade that is given to the cannabis that comes out of um, a GMP-graded facility, um, but that's, that's okay. The, the the issue for investors and for the cannabis industry is that there might be a, a little bit of a loss of patients coming through the system. And that would particularly hurt the big guys more than the little guys because the big guys uh, have forecasts that they, they kind of uh, pitch to investors. And so if those forecasts now start to start to drop a little bit, <laughs> Well, then the investors are going to be like, oh, and that's part of the risk of investing in the cannabis industry in this really early phase is that one little piece of legislation, well, it's not little, but one change can really uh, level the playing field a lot. So you can, yeah, really get caught out. There's a, there's a big uh, potential for, for change in this early phase where we're just trying to work out what the best system is. So bigger implication for big cannabis, medicinal cannabis companies, um, potentially a lot of benefits for, for patients, potentially. But not, not everyone is going to want to grow their own, just like how not everyone wants to grow their own veggies. Mm. And there may be years where you do grow your own and there may be other years where you're like you know what i can't be fucked <laughs> right? i just want to go i just want to go through the normal channels and um and get my get my medicine through that way so so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens but it's it would it would, it would be pretty exciting before you go james it would be pretty exciting if everyone was out there like growing veggies and growing like ha having like elite <laughs> gardens and everyone probably taking care of it and just saying to someone, oh, what are you doing this weekend? It's like, I'll oh, just take care of my guns. Oh, dope. I'll come over. Like, that, that'd be beautiful. What a beautiful it world. Is great. Well, we were there. And then, yeah. Technology. <laughs> I mean, this is from the caveman. And now we're here on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. it's, uh, it's it, a lot of the development in cannabis reform makes no sense historically right like, like i think like the, the the fact that it was made illegal in the first place a lot of the hmm. the the reasonings with the war on drugs in america like a separate conversation but his, it's it's not uncommon for cannabis laws at any point in time when you look at them to to be like this doesn't make much sense and uh, it's interesting thinking about in the instance where this bill was successful we'd just be in the next phase of the laws not making much sense because imagine a scenario where you could grow your own cannabis 
Otherwise, the only way to legally acquire it or purchase it would be to go through a medical professional. Why wouldn't you at that point be able to just get it from a dispensary, right? If I'm allowed to grow it and it's, you know, bushweed, why should I not be able to go to a shop and get pharmaceutical grade cannabis that is safe, that's regulated. I know what I'm putting yeah. in my body without needing to speak to a medical mm. professional. So it's it's it's, it's in- interesting to think about, even if this bill were successful in the form that, you know, from what we know the bill is, uh, it, it, it were um, successful. It's just going to create a new phase of, of cannabis laws not making much sense yeah. in practice. Well, is it, is it the legalized cannabis party using negotiation tactics where they go to mum and dad and they say, Mum and dad, can I have a hundred bucks? And then they're like, no. It's like, ah, oh, fine, just give me 10. And they're like, oh. like that kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's like they're, they're, they're overstepping and going, let's legalize yeah. this. And then they're like, no, I was like, ah, oh, we'll give like us a little that. bit of med- Give me med- a yeah. pony. Well. All right, fine. I'll settle for a puppy. Yeah. I think that's a good strategy. I think that's well, like, a really it, good strategy. Hey, you know, ask for what smart. you want. Yeah. yeah. Ask, you know, go for it. Go for Everyone it. wants to take a little bit. They want a little bit back. The government want a little bit back. So if legalized kind of party are asking for what they actually want, they're not going to get it. So I think that's the game that they're playing. They might have figured it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Now, is that, uh, I, th- I think that's a wrap on, on that's the episode. A wrap. Well done. So, uh, in, in summation, the three major parties put forward an exciting bill, uh, which, if successful, would allow a maximum of six plants for personal use in WA and New South Wales, Victoria. Mm. Um, we'll keep you posted on any developments. But the first time that three jurisdictions propose the same identical bill at the same time. So, another first for cannabis. Very exciting. Awesome stuff, guys. Well done. See you on the next one.